Welcome to the journey with Sarah Alexia, where we embark on life's roller coasters together because this life is not easy. Join me, your host, Sarah Alexia, as we navigate the twists and turns, finding comfort in the belief that with a touch of humor, because I can be funny, a sprinkle of motivation, and a dash of divine guidance, life's journeys becomes not just bearable, but truly remarkable. Get ready for a podcast full of wisdom, motivation, and the timeless words from the good book itself, the Holy Bible. Let the journey begin. the journey with Sarah Alexia. I just want to quickly tell you the purpose of this episode if you're tuning in for the first time. We all know that life is a journey and there's no easy way out. There's always going to be hills. There's always going to be valleys no matter where you go. Whether you go to the left or to the right, you are always going to run into a hill or a valley. You're going to run into some type of trouble. It's not going to be easy. So your best bet is to just keep going in the direction that's set for you, to keep going in the journey that is set for you. And not only just to keep going, but to keep going with God, because that's what I've been doing and it's been working for me. Come find out for yourself. Let's take a journey. All right, let's get into it. The first official topic of the dividing line. I know in my last episode, I talked briefly about how the topic came about, but I'm excited to share my first topic, which is actually my favorite boundary, and it is the work boundary. This is why it's titled, I am off the clock. I feel like we all struggle when it comes to setting boundaries for work. A lot of us do not place any boundaries, or if we have them, we are allowing them to be crossed. Hear me though. I truly believe that no matter where you work, you do not need to be miserable. Whether you make four figures or six figures or barely any figures, you should feel a sense of peace walking into work and a sense of peace walking out of work. And mind you, I say that as a middle school educator. Let me say that one more time. As a middle school educator, I am telling you that if you set your boundaries up correctly and you stick to them, misery will not be your portion. So you're probably like, well, you don't know the type of job that I work. And you're absolutely right. I don't. But I can easily tell you whether or not you have any boundaries. And mind you, I grew up in a household where work was just like work. Like my mom, she works two jobs. Like Work is just literally all that she is. So like it, it was hard for me to break out of the mindset that work doesn't have to be your everyday life. Like because that's how I grew up and most, most, you know, Caribbean and African children, that's how they grew up. They grew up thinking like it's work, 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 work. Like Rihanna said it correctly. Work, 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 work. Like all you got to do is work. That's, that's what we're, th- that's what we're taught. Like our mindsets are just taught. Like it's just wake up, work, go to sleep then wake up again, work. And that's not how life should be. So trust me, it took a lot of work for me to establish boundaries and stick to them because I refuse to be so consumed with work. Like that that mindset just doesn't sit right with me. So when I tell you, I can tell whether or not you have boundaries at work, I, I literally know what I'm talking about because I grew up in a household where, where work was just everything. So here are some boundaries to consider and here are some boundaries that I look for to see if someone is really too consumed by their job. 
First thing is, do you bring work home? This can be physical or emotional. Physical in a way where you need to meet a particular deadline for work, so you tell yourself you're going to do it at home. In other words, you never came off the clock and you never stopped working until you went to bed or until it was time for dinner. Now, you can emotionally bring your work home, and that looks like, you know, you're just stressed at work and you're bringing it home to the point where, like, you know, you didn't leave your emotions at the workplace, so you come home and your husband knows how you're feeling, your wife knows how you're feeling, your children, your friends, you go to church, you, you go to Bible study, they know how you're feeling. And that's because emotionally you didn't leave work where it needed to be and you took it with you. Now, I understand this is a struggle for most of us because we struggle when it comes to our emotions, but we have to set the boundary when it comes to work and when it comes to our emotions because we don't want it leaking into our outside life. Now, I'm not perfect when it comes to setting boundaries, but one thing I will tell you is once it hits 3 p.m., I no longer associate with work. Let me say that again. Once it hits 3 p.m., and if I need to stay later, that's fine, but whenever it hits, whenever I walk out those doubles, double doors and I sit in my car and I push the start button, I immediately forgot what happened in the workplace. Like, don't nobody ask me how it was work because I'm literally going to tell you I don't remember. And some people call it disassociation. You can call it whatever you want to call it. One thing I will say is that I am able to go back into work at 6.45 a.m. with a smile on my face and I'm not miserable or feeling tense. That's because I've learned to disassociate. You can call it a, a mental disorder all you want, but I've learned to disassociate as soon as I leave the work building. There should be no reason why I'm not in work, but yet I'm still thinking about work. There should be no reason why what happened at noontime is still affecting me at 7 p.m. when I'm with my family when I'm with that, my friends there should that should not I don't know that's just me and I truly believe if I can do it others can do it there should be no reason why your eight hours are at work are leaking into the rest of the 16 hours like that should not be a thing like the fact that people get nightmares about their jobs is is crazy it's because you're going to sleep thinking about work and I understand we all have crazy professions but we have to learn to disconnect our emotions and leave work at the hospital, leave work at the school building, leave work at the factory, leave work at McDonald's. It should not be coming home with us. So that's the first point, right? The second thing I look for, either within myself or a friend who may be struggling with like boundaries when it comes to work, is to see whether or not they're afraid to call out. Now, this one's very interesting, but I've noticed that a lot of people are scared to take that paid time off or whether or not, whether or not you get paid or not, but they're just afraid to call out. And believe me when I say, I understand if you're a doctor, you're a lawyer, you're a nurse, you're an engineer, whatever, but... I understand, like, I understand that lives may be at stake or businesses are on the line, but at the expense of what? Your life? Like, I've witnessed folks who can barely speak because, like, their, their throat is congested or who are coughing their lungs out, still going to work talking about, I didn't want to let the team down. Are you kidding me? Because, let me tell you something, right? If you were to die today, God forbid, you were to die today, the team that you didn't want to let down would have your replacement by tomorrow because why the show must go on. So it should be with you. Like if you're coughing, you can't breathe or you, you're just having a mental breakdown, you shouldn't be afraid to call talking about, I don't want to let the team down because that I'm not saying that the team don't care about you, but the show must go on whether or not you're here and the show will go on whether or not you're there. 
So like my advice to those who are struggling to call out is bro, take your paid time off. And if you don't get paid, still take the day off. Like I, I, even if it's just to rest in bed, like something that I like to do, and often people laugh at me about this, but I will take and plan a four day personal weekend. Like whether I plan something or not, I'm just going to take a four day weekend. And if I stay at my house, great. If I do something great, but I just know, Hey, this is the four day weekend that I gave myself something. I, I don't know. For me personally, I don't like when they give me the three day work weekends, like when it's Martin Luther King Memorial Day, like that's a three day weekend you gave me. I don't want to be looking forward to a three-day weekend that you gave me. I want to plan my own and look forward to that. Like, I want to feel a sense of, you know, ownership over my own three-day weekend or over my own four-day weekend and not wait for you to give me a four-day weekend. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Maybe it's a controlling issue, but, like, it works for me and it, it keeps me at peace. And I, I love what I do because I've set those boundaries. And, like, I do this because sometimes I just need a mental break from the environment. So that way, so that way, you know, I'm able to be my best self. Like, like, let me just say this. Sometimes you need a mental break from the environment that takes so much out of you in order to be your best self. In order to be the best version of yourself, you need to take an, a break from the environment that takes so much from you. Like your job, believe it or not, I don't, I mean, there are some people who got easier jobs, but sometimes your job takes so much out of you. Like you're there for eight hours. Some people are there for nine hours, 10 hours, depending on your profession. And it takes so much out of you. So why not take a break so that way you can be the best version within those eight hours? If you just go, 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 you never take a break and you're so consumed by it how are you going to be the best employer like how or best best employee i'm sorry like how now i said this earlier like i understand not many people have pto or they don't like pay time off but this is where wisdom kicks in and this is where we need to be wise within our finances and we need to set boundaries in our finances and that's just a whole nother topic once i conquer that boundary but sometimes we need to be wise with our finances and we need to be wise when it comes to ourselves. and like when you're wise in both it's easier to choose between yourself or money like right now like if, if you don't have paid time off like it's really just yourself versus money and like which one are you gonna choose which one is more important are you more important like your mental health like your health overall your rest or is money more important this is why we need to be wise with our money so that way we can choose what's important which is ourselves. and one last indication which is like not 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 last but like there's obviously more but these are the three ones these are the three main indications that stick out to me is avoiding confrontation and standing up for yourself. Now, this is one that I had to work on for the longest. Like, for instance, let's say your boss gives you a workload and it's just not fair. And immediately, like you feel stressed, you feel overwhelmed. And on top of that, the workload and the work that he gives you needs to be met by a particular deadline. Now, instead of expressing your frustration, you complain for hours on hours, but thankfully you get it done in time. Now, although this is great, your boss sees that, oh, wow, she was able or he was able to accomplish that in such a short time span. So he decides to push it even further and give you an even more extensive workload with an even tighter deadline because you accomplished the last task with no complaints. You didn't complain. You didn't bring it to his attention. You just did it. Like you, you were superwoman. You did it. You were superman. You did it. 
Now, at this point, your boss is not at fault. Some people, they love to blame, you know, their bosses and say, oh, he's treating me unfairly. She's treating me unfairly. All she does is give me work, work, work on top of work. But at the end of the day, you wanted to act like Superman. You wanted to act like Superwoman. And you didn't express your needs. Like, he's giving you or she's giving you what they think you can handle. It's not their fault. Like, you can't just be going around bad-mouthing your boss saying that they're treating you unfairly when you didn't express your needs. You didn't express what was bothering you. And we have to understand that in the workplace, folks cannot read minds. They do not know your boundaries unless you set them and tell them. And I know for me, I've definitely fallen short of this, which is why this is kind of my favorite one because it's something that I had to overcome. Like, I definitely avoided... um confrontation when it came to the workplace especially like being a black woman and like my bosses were white and stuff like that like I am I avoided it because I wanted to be like you know what I'm a black woman I can do this that whole nonsense mindset but I had to understand that as a black woman I also have a voice and I also know what is equitable and what is not like the workload they were giving me wasn't equitable but I kept pushing through because I didn't want to be the black woman that was always complaining about you know this extensive workload but then you know one day you know (laughs) they kept pushing it and pushing it and I was just pushing through but one day I just low-key snapped on my boss because I'm like bro this like you're just giving me bad work I just spat I was like you're just giving me bad work this is not fair like just yelling at her and she shook she stood there shook face her face was red and she's like whoa where is this coming from like she was actually shocked and you know she had to like you know calm me down and tell me like yo Sarah I didn't know that you were feeling overwhelmed I didn't know that you were feeling stressed you smile and you push through every single time like you got to express your needs and you got to express your wants and I really have to sit there and be like yo you're actually right because you didn't know that I was mad you didn't know that this was overwhelming me because I was just getting it done and um that's when I realized man like you really have to express what you need because they can't read your minds and like a lot of us were like oh I had an attitude your attitude doesn't mean anything like your facial expressions yeah you you have facial expressions but that don't mean anything you sometimes you need to speak you need to confront your boss and tell them what's working and what's not and set your boundaries like that is my advice to those who struggle with confrontation confront your people's Tell them what's working and what's not and set that dividing line so that way you can prosper, man. You want to be the best version of yourself when it comes to the workplace. So these were just a few points, but like my overall, like I really want whoever's listening to walk away with why this is important, especially in the workplace. And the reason why this is important, because if you do not work on this, like if you don't work on your boundaries and setting that line in the workplace, you will be miserable 24-7, seven days a week. And if you don't work on weekends, you will still be miserable on weekends. And 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 this we need to get a uh, we need to get a hold of this because like your misery is going to leak into other areas of your life. Like it's gonna leak in your friendships, it's gonna leak in your family, it's gonna leak in your church, etc. Because like you're not setting the boundaries when it comes to work. Like when you don't set your boundaries, you find yourself exhausted 24-7 because either you're mentally exhausted, physically exhausted, emotionally exhausted, probably financially exhausted. And even when it comes to the weekends, like like I said before, if you don't work on weekends, you'll find yourself on the two-day weekend, either you're drinking the weekend away because work was so stressful or you're sleeping the weekend away because work was so stressful. And then you're hating the fact that the next day is Monday. 
And that's because you did nothing with Saturday and Sunday. You like you just spent time like trying to flush out how the week was, but that did nothing for you. And like here's a quick fun fact about me. And people they they're shocked every time I tell them this, but I actually love Mondays. Like I actually can't look I actually look forward when it comes to Mondays. And the reason why is because Mondays give me an opportunity to reset any goals that I made for myself. Like the weekend, you know, the weekends are cool. Like I love weekends and I really use my weekends to the best of my ability. But Mondays are, is really where I find the most joy and fulfillment because I get to reset any goals that I set for myself. But that mindset only comes when you set your boundaries. And, you know, I just want to share this for those who are listening and maybe it's resonating. I hope it's resonating, but it's not too late to reset and set your boundaries. Like I know a lot of us are probably thinking, well, I'm already way too deep. Like, you know, I'm already macho man, macho woman at this place, but it's not too late. I promise you. And I actually want to challenge someone who's listening to take a three to four day weekend for yourself. Like if you've been working nonstop, that's great. Kudos to you. You're not going to get a bonus check unless your job does offer bonus checks. But I really want to challenge you to take a three to four day weekend for yourself. Like whether you plan something great for yourself or you simply just rest, but just plan a a long weekend and be low key about it. Like sometimes I feel like, you know, we get so caught up in shouting from the shouting things from the mountaintops. Like, oh, I'm taking a four day weekend for myself because I deserve it. Like this job has been stressing me out, X, Y, and Z. But sometimes you just need to be low key about things and set boundaries when it comes to your mouth. And that's going to be another episode for another day. But like, be low key about your four day weekend. You don't got to tell people at your job that you're taking a four day weekend for yourself. Like you don't got to tell your family that you're taking a four day weekend for yourself, but just take a four day weekend for yourself, just for yourself. That's it. That's it. And just see how your mind renews on a weekend that you planned for yourself and not some long weekend that they gave you. I'm sorry. That really grinds my gears. Like I strongly believe that we should be able to plan our own four-day weekends and just be happy about it. Like, this is something that I did for myself and it wasn't given to me. Great, Granted, I'm grateful for the four-day weekends, but there's just something about you planning your own four-day weekend that just brings joy to my spirit. But let's say this is tough for you, right? And you just can't do it. How about this? How about you find moments during work to disconnect from the workplace? Like, a lot of us... Our jobs give us a 30 to 60 minute break, but yet we're still working, but we're just eating at the same time. Or we're still working, but we're just on TikTok at the same time. We're still working, but we're scrolling through Instagram at the same time. But it shouldn't be like that. I feel like we should get an opportunity to get away from the overall environment and just really disconnect from work, whether it be 15 minutes, 30 minutes, 60 minutes. Like we should create opportunities like go for a walk, go in your car, read a book, but get away from the environment so that way your mind can be free from the place. And I promise you, like when you start implementing that and you really start finding enjoyment in it, like you're able to go back into work after those 30 minutes and feel renewed and recharged. Like we are able to find moments throughout the day where we're be able, where we're able to be renewed and recharged. <laughs> I have one last piece of advice besides everything else that I've shared. And I'm definitely going to talk more about this in another episode. But something that we should really work on when it comes to the workplace is we have to watch them, them workplace friendships. Like me personally, that needs a that's, that needs to be a boundary within itself. And this is actually like my number one piece of advice, actually. Like friendships, I believe, are important everywhere. And I truly believe that 
in order for any organization to function properly and be successful, there needs to be healthy relationships amongst the individuals there. But I also will say that there needs to be a dividing line within the work relationships. And like I said, I'll share more down the line and I'll actually have a specific episode for this. But what I will say is you need to find the your balance between... Um, you know, I need. To, I truly believe that you need to find your balance and boundaries when it comes to friendships within the workplace. I feel like sometimes a lot of lines may be crossed, and that's when we or if we find ourselves taking work home. That's when we find ourselves taking work on the weekends, and that's because there hasn't been a dividing line. So I think for your sake and for your peace sake, that you know, find your balance and find your boundaries within the workplace when it comes to how you show up for yourself, how you show up for others, and how you expect other people to show up for you. And for your sake, do not cross them or do not let another person cross them. So I hope this episode was beneficial to your ears. And I hope you tune in for the next one and catch you later, alligator, after a while, crocodile. (laughs) Bye.